previously on Too Old to Date. So I'm going to Amsterdam to visit a friend who lives there, and Tyler is friends with her too, so we're going together. Oh, so you guys are friends? Why didn't you want to talk to him? Yeah, we're friends, but also kind of not. Okay, so you've clearly hooked up with that guy. Not really. There was a flirtation and we made out once, but... You're not over that dude then. It's not that. I'm over him. I never even really wanted him. It just got in my head because he's a country club guy and I wasn't blonde and tall and skinny enough for him. I don't sing. I don't dance. You won't try here anymore. Michael, 37, and Bradley, 34 sit in Michael's apartment, half-watching the season premiere of the television program The Skin. Do we really want to do this? Watch a show? Yeah, like this season. Do you just want to sit here and watch the whole thing? I feel like this whole franchise jumped the shark. This is what we do. What would we do instead? I don't know, anything that doesn't involve a screen? So food? Yeah. Like, I feel like we haven't done any food events in a while. Well, I pulled back on them a little bit. Once you got busy with Becky, I started taking Kyle, and he hooked up with two girls who were friends with each other, and now the whole thing is messy. Which girls? Other food bloggers. Is it messy if Kyle doesn't go? Yeah, probably not. We can do it sometime if you want. I just don't want to waste 13 hours on the show. I think seeing that 90s movie version, it just broke all my fandom. Oh my God, that reminds me. Okay, what would you do if someone sat next to you in an empty movie theater? Totally empty movie theater? And they just sit down next to me? Yeah. I don't know, I'd move. You wouldn't stand your ground at all? No, I'd rather be comfortable sitting normally somewhere else. But a lot of theaters have assigned seats now, so what if you were sitting in your assigned seat? It's an empty theater, though, so who cares? I just move. Maybe I should have moved. Did this actually happen to you? Yeah, I went to see that new movie by the guy who makes Veep a little while back. Was this a date? No, I went by myself, and you pick an assigned seat at the ticket machine, so I picked one in an empty row, with an empty row in front of me and behind me. And this fucking dude, with ten people probably in the entire theater, sits right fucking next to me. And of course you didn't move. No, I stared at him until he said, sorry, it's assigned seats, so I don't want to get in trouble. And then I said, that's fucking weird, dude, because you choose your own assigned seat, so you deliberately chose a seat next to another person. Okay, so then he moved. No, he didn't fucking move. And now I feel like I'm being trolled by him, so I have to stand my ground. And this movie is not good, but I don't know if I'm feeling that way because it's actually not good, or because this jackass is laughing at every damn joke, and I feel like I'm getting trolled. That sucks. See, I normally like seeing movies by myself, but I guess that's a risk you run when you do it. Weird trolls? How old was this guy? Like our age, maybe maybe a little younger even. He's a fucking weirdo. Ooh, see, I just assumed he was older. I actually don't know how to account for someone our age doing this. The social order is breaking down. Okay, so we're definitely out on the skin, right? Do you want to go grab some food? I actually don't have time. I have to leave here in 45 minutes to meet Zoe. Which one's Zoe? The one I met last week. She's the one who's like basically me. Okay, you're going to need to explain that. Like, she's real cynical. She's cool with me talking about how suicidal thoughts could get in the way of me getting out my skin meds. There's something about her, you know? I really liked her a lot. Nice, man. So there's some potential there. Maybe you could lie under the stars together and woo each other with talks of suicide. Ideally, but it might be dead in the crib. Oh, I don't like that saying at all. Why would it be that way? (laughs) Well, one of the bars we went to on the date, a guy she knew was there, and she seems to have some sort of history with him. She got super weird about it. That sucks. Did it spoil the date? So on the one hand, it did kind of spoil it because she asked if we could leave the bar, and then I was in my head. I'm like, oh my god, it must be something big. And then on the other hand, it meant that we went back to her apartment and got high. So, you know, that was great. Hey, there you go. Obstacle overcome. Oh, no, because I think there may be more there. All we really did was make out of her place anyway. It's fine. It's a first date. Just keep it in PG-13. Yeah, that part's great, but hold on, because she said some things about herself that I didn't love, like how she's closed off with guys, and I think that might be because she has baggage with this dude. Oh. Yeah, and here's the kicker. They're traveling together soon to Amsterdam to meet up with a mutual friend. Ew. Uh, 
Well, that's not great. Oh, I actually have a similar story, but you know, it's selfish. I'm going to let you finish. Um, when is their trip? I appreciate that. It's in a few weeks. But I don't feel like I can even ask her about it because it's not like I'm going to get an answer I want anyway. So I just have to play it cool until she gets back from that trip and hope the whole thing doesn't just fizzle out before that. Yeah, it's a good thing you're into someone. I fucking hate it, dude. Why do you hate it? Because when you're into someone this much, you think about them all the time. Like, we went on one date once, and between then and now, I've been thinking about it nonstop. And it's only going to get worse from here. Like, this isn't an infatuation that goes away. It's an infatuation that goes away when she fucking rips my heart out. That's just like crushing on somebody. Isn't that a good thing? What's good about this feeling? Tell me what's good about feeling like I can't stop thinking about this person. I'm worried about it all the time. I'm stalking their Instagram and upset that they're not private on Instagram. It's not great. But isn't this like what you're doing the whole dating for? Isn't this like what you want to be to meet somebody, to be infatuated with them and like really want to see him again? Yeah, but I need that person to have it be like mutual. I can't. like This is the problem. This girl is so closed off. And I think that might even be part of why I like her. And it's not a good level of infatuation. Like, what I like is liking someone just enough to want to see her again, but not quite so much that I feel fucking insane every time I think about her, which is every moment. So it's the imbalance that's bothering you. But yeah, but, and there always is with me when I like someone this much. So, like, worst case scenario, it's like my ex where I'm like this for years and then get trampled on. Or best case scenario, I can't even remember the last time I had a best case scenario where I liked someone just enough. Yeah, sure, because they're not going to rise up to your level. Like, if you're... It's got to, it's, you got to rise together. It's like, it's, or it's seesaw and like, I'm not, whatever, we've been on one date. I'm not coming down on the seesaw yet. All right. So I'm with you a little bit. So it's, I guess, I don't know. It's like, what's the alternative? Like there's no alternative. The alternative is I get, I, I, the alternative is I purposely sabotage this and then find someone who I don't care about very much, get together with her forever and just want to cheat on her the whole time. That's not great. I'm just going to ride this thing out, I guess for now. Look, it's been one date. I need to chill. Well, before you go and do any of that, um, Becky and I were thinking about going up to Breakneck Ridge and doing a hike. Do you guys want to come? Like, you can invite her along. When is that happening? I don't know, a couple weeks. I feel like it might be a bit soon for that. When are you seeing her again? In like 90 minutes. Right, you said that. Okay, sorry. Oh, but do you want to ask her to come rock climbing with uh, me and Becky? My friend Leslie's in town. She finally moved to the city. Wait, when are you doing this rock climbing? Uh, Later today. Okay, I'm not doing that. Do I even know Leslie? Yeah, yeah, you met her once. She's my my lesbian friend. I guess I only have one of those. Uh, You met her, though. She was the one that was like infatuated with the woman and followed her down to the bar in brooklyn oh i remember her she is hilarious but i'm meeting zoe's dog this afternoon and i don't think they let them in rock climbing places and besides i don't want her to see how uncoordinated i am this soon okay that's smart has becky met leslie before uh no not yet but after today becky will have met all of my new york friends nice you've been seeing a lot of her yeah i slept at her place most nights this week does she have a nicer place than you yeah kind of it's a bit bigger but like it's pretty similar actually because we have uh, similar design ideas, so it's it's pretty comfortable. It just kind of feels homey. Sounds like you're about to move in. Eh, not not yet. It's not that serious yet. Wait, what was the story about traveling? Oh right. So okay, so Becky has this guy that she went to college with, and I guess she told me that he was moving to town, but I I don't know. I t- totally forgot about it. So the other day he moves down. Uh, we go for a run, and she's gonna go meet up with him after. But we're running late, so uh, she just grabs a bunch of clothes, and she tells me that she's just going to go down to his place and shower down there. That's so weird. Yeah, like, I didn't think about it at first, so I just apologized because it was kind of my fault that she was running late. And then she says to me, oh, it's no big deal at all. He has seen me shower plenty of times. Okay, don't love the fact that that happened, but also, why would she tell you that? Okay, I wondered more about why it happened in the first place. It turns out, I talked to her a little bit about it, they were really close friends, and they would travel together for different races around the world, and they would save money by sharing a room. 
Okay, it still doesn't make sense that he'd watch her shower. The story doesn't track at all. Okay, so I don't actually think that he watched her shower. I don't know. It might just be like some weird Canadian saying. I don't get it. But I think she was just in a towel in front of him. Like, I don't think he stood there and watched her shower. Well, that's significantly less weird. But do you think there's more to the story than she's letting on? I don't know. It, I'm trying to play it cool, but like, it's there's definitely something there, right? Like, it's... It just seems like all the showering and traveling together, like it seems like something would happen. Plus, since he moved to the city, that's like all she talks about is what a wonderful guy he is and how much she loves his family and how smart he is. Plus, she says all of their old friends used to like tease them saying that they were actually dating and they'd have to be like, no, we're not dating. We're just friends. I still don't get why she would tell you all this. Does he at least like have a girlfriend? Nope. They just broke up and that's actually how he ended up down here in the city. Like, my spidey senses are tingling like crazy. I can't figure out... I don't know how to ask her about it without sounding, like, needy and desperate and jealous and pathetic. There isn't a way, so just don't do that. Just don't do that yet, at least. What's his name? Grant. Fucking Grant. Fucking Grant. 90 minutes later, Bradley and Zoe, 29, relax in Zoe's apartment with Doggo, 7, in dog years. Ugh, I would have just moved seats. What a fucking weirdo. Yeah. It's also weird that you didn't move. Why should I give up my space? I was settled. I'd rather be comfortable the whole movie than stand on principle and feel weird for two hours. Doggo climbs onto Bradley's lap and presses his nose into Bradley's armpit. He likes my deodorant. He likes your BO. Do I have BO right now? Yup. That's embarrassing. Whatever, I don't mind. Well, you're perfect. What? Why are you making that face? I don't know. What's the deal? Compliments, man. You can't take them. It depends. Let me try something else. Bradley kisses Zoe. I like your lips. That, for instance, sounds like something you'd probably say to everyone you date. I really don't have stock compliments, and a lot of people are weird kissers. Your beard isn't doing you any favors. You get used to it. Will I? Well, I never shave. You've always had a beard? Beard or stubble, yeah. I might not get used to it. Then we're in trouble. Would you shave it off? I haven't in nine years. Really? Mm, that's a bit of a lie. I once accidentally shaved off a patch while I was trimming, and, and I had to take off the whole thing because it looked ridiculous, and I hated it. I bet it looked good. I had a date like two days later, and I told her ahead of time that I didn't have a beard. That's how weird I felt about it. And then on the date, I felt totally out of my element. I had no confidence. I'd like to see you with no beard. I mean, I took a picture to send to my family, but I don't want to show you. Show me. I really don't want to. I really want to see it. It's really hard to say no to you. It's the kind of compliment I like. Bradley finds photographs of his hairless face on his cellular telephone and shows them to Zoe. I like this. You look good. Are you joking? I look like Ted Cruz. Only in this one, and only because you're making a weird face. You're making weird faces in all of them. I don't know how to be normal. I hate these photos. You don't. You kept them on your phone this whole time. You could have deleted them whenever you wanted to, and you didn't. I just keep them here to juxtapose how great I look with a beard. You look good both ways. Bradley and Zoe begin making out. Things escalate until... Doggo is fully in my crotch right now. I guess he feels left out. Can we go in your room and leave him in here? We can try, but he's going to start crying. Maybe he'll be alright. Bradley and Zoe seal themselves off in Zoe's bedroom. Do you have condom? Oh, are we doing this? Yeah, if that's cool with you. It's great with me, but... I don't have one. Don't you? You're the guy. You should have one. I have plenty at my apartment. Why don't you have any here? 
I just don't. I haven't needed them. The last few guys I've hooked up with are guys I've known a long time. Okay, that's both information I didn't need right at this moment and something I'm going to need to talk to more about at some point, but not now. Do you want to run out and get some? Yeah, but I feel like once I open the door, Doggo's going to run in and the mood's going to be spoiled. Yep, that's definitely true. I'll bring condoms next time. That's very presumptuous. Fine. Either way, you should have them here. Okay, Alexa, order condoms. Ordering condiments. Alexa, order condoms. Ordering wontons. Let me try. Alexa, order magnum condoms. Order and magnum condoms. Okay, whatever, dude. So sometimes I'll be talking to somebody about Tool today, and they'll say, you can just put a podcast out on the internet, and like, it's nothing, like, there's no barrier to entry, and I'm like, have you heard Tool to date? Clearly there's no barrier to entry. Yeah, because clearly if there was a barrier to entry, we definitely would not be doing it. The reason it's so easy is because of podcast hosting companies like Blueberry. Especially because of Blueberry. Blueberry is the largest podcast directory network in the world. Too Old to Date is hosted by Blueberry, and we also use Blueberry Analytics. So be like us. Be like us. Be like us. And sign up with Blueberry to host your podcast. Blueberry also has fantastic analytics. I know that because I said it two seconds ago. And using it, you can see who and where your audience is. We're watching you, Heather. So head over to Blueberry.com. That's Blueberry without the letter E. And use the code T-O-T-D, which is Too Old to Date's initials to let them know that we sent you. T-O-T-D. Meanwhile, at Brooklyn Boulders, an indoor rock climbing facility, Michael introduces Rebecca, 34, to Leslie, 34, his childhood friend and newly minted New York City resident. So how are you liking New York so far? New York is awesome. My job is really good. Um, the apartment's great. My dog likes it. A lot of dog parks we go to. Um, and dating is actually a lot better here. How so? Dude, are you okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm good. Tried doing that upside down climbing thing? The guy over there was doing it. He made it look so easy. It is not. Do not try that one. Can we take a break for a minute? I just got real dizzy. That is fine. I will go to the bathroom and I'll take a break with you. Michael and Leslie descend to the floor while Rebecca continues to climb. Thank you. That was embarrassing. Yeah, yeah, first go can be a little rough. Um, not actually for most people, but... So you were saying dating in New York is actually better? Oh, Dating sucks. I was just saying that to be positive for your girl. Why does it suck? I don't know. New York is so much harder. Here's what I really think is going on. I think because there's so many people, New York is so huge, that you just feel like there's something literally perfect out there. And I don't know, you're just going to keep looking forever. You know, if you, if something doesn't work out with one person, you're just going to keep going out until you find that perfect person. Whereas in, let's say, a smaller city, you know, there's a much smaller pool. So you're willing to work with something a little bit more. You know, it's not the literal perfect first date, but you're still gonna go on a second one because let's be honest, not that many other people out there. And at first I thought it was everybody else had this problem and I, it wasn't me, right? But no, it kind of is. It's like, I'm kind of now starting to look for the perfect person and there's really so many people now. I mean, when I lived in Boston, like on Tinder, seriously, like every day it would say, we've run out of people in your radius. And my radius was really big. Like, Was Maine in your radius? Yes! <laughs> I got here and it's like, oh my god, my Tinder has not yet said there's nobody left. Sometimes there's guys, like I mentioned last time, and sometimes there's couples, but... Yeah, I mean, I thought that was just a problem straight people had. I figured being a lesbian, there would be less. And that's funny because I always kind of envied straight people for that. I was like, oh, your Tinder never runs out. Like, lucky you. But now I'm like, all right, kind of wish it would run out so that maybe people would be like, yeah, I like this girl. <laughs> so, okay, so that's so funny. So you're actually hoping it runs out. I don't really hope that. That's kind of why I moved. Well, how often are you dating? Oh my god, I don't... 
I think I calculated this out the other day. I think, honestly, I'm probably going out on like a date a week. Right. I don't know if that is a lot, but it feels like a lot. So, okay, so you moved to New York. How has that changed your standards? Are you being more picky now than you were before? I don't think so. I mean, I guess that kind of contrasts what I was saying before, but I don't know. I still think I'm just looking for that thing where you walk away and you're like, I'm done looking. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm, that was, that's it. I'm done. You haven't had that at all? There have been some really good ones. I matched with a girl on an app and it turns out she was actually the sister of my favorite actor ever. So this was really weird because how, you know, like how would I know that? But in her picture, there was a picture of her and so he's not a very well-known actor. He's kind of just like one of my cult favorite. There was a picture of her. So I was scrolling through her pictures and I'm like, wait a minute, I know that guy. She must've met him too, like me one day. Maybe I was at that event, but then I'm like, Wait, they're like hugging. I clicked on the caption and it's like, ah, it's my brother's like graduation or something. I'm like, oh my God, wow. So then I was like instantly nervous because I'm like, I need, everything I say needs to be perfect. Cause like, I need to go out with this girl. Not for her, but more just to like get in with the brother. Anyway, I played it awesomely cool. Yeah. If I could write all of my responses this cool, I, I should I should just always pretend that like the person I'm writing is the sibling of like my favorite actor ever. And I was like on my game with these responses. So anyway, we, I went out with her. But like when you met her, you didn't mention it, right? No, but I, I, I consulted with many of my friends beforehand because I'm like, how do I play this? All right, so you had all these great messages. Like what made the messages so great? Oh, I mean, there was just like pop culture references. There were like, like political references, but like in a funny way, you know? Oh, so like when she texted you, you like did research and actually- I did do research actually. That's funny because I, I texted my friend. I was like, who is, God, I don't even remember exactly what it was, but I was like, name a popular, what was it? Like a popular rapper these days. She like ate it up. Mm -hmm. She was like, oh wow, this girl's like totally in touch with pop culture. But, but then the question was like, okay, what now? Like on dates, you usually say like, so tell me about your family. Yeah. And if she was like, oh, my brother's an actor, like it was gonna come up and I knew I would like be like, I love him. I know exactly what you're talking about him. Like I was just gonna crack. My friends are like, take this to the grave. I was like, well, what about when we're about to get married? Like I should tell her right beforehand, like, hey, listen, I really only went out with you because I really like your brother. To the grave. To the grave. So did you go out with her? Yeah, I went out with her um, and there was no chemistry at all. And I was like, ah, damn it. My in is out. <laughs> I'm never gonna know him. It's remarkable. It's like- Tell your brother I said hi. <laughs> exactly, tell your brother I said hi. Okay, but like, have you been on any crazy dates? This could not have gone, I don't know, worse, better. I'm not sure what it was from. I thought it was hilarious, but she, um, all right, so uh, there's this band that I love and I bought her. So she was really busy and she lived far away. So it wasn't like a great setup to begin with. Regardless, I got us tickets to the show. Anyway, I've seen them a bunch of times. I love them, they're awesome. So they were gonna be in town at, uh, in Times Square. At like, I don't know, some stupidly awkward time for someone that lives in New Jersey and is really busy like 6.30 or something. I don't know. So this girl, um, uh, you know, I bought these tickets and I was like, all right, listen, this is my favorite band. You're my favorite girl. We're gonna go. And she's like, I don't know if I can make it. Like, that's pretty bad timing. I'm like, it'll be fine, you'll make it. But anyway, so she, um, you know, she's at work till like super late, probably like 5.30. And then she's like, all right, I'm leaving. And I'm looking at my watch. I'm like, okay, show starts in an hour. Better get through that, you know, Lincoln Tunnel traffic. And she's getting pretty late. And I'm like, all right, well, listen, I'm gonna start walking there. You know, good luck with the tunnel. Anyway, she's, she's texting me like, I can't find a spot. I'm like, well, you gotta try. We gotta go see this. I care so much more about getting there on time than I care about this girl's like sanity. But, um. Anyway, so she like parked really far away and eventually she like gets there and she just looks miserable. Like this is maybe one of the worst days of this girl's life. 
And I'm such an insensitive asshole that I'm like, you're late. And uh, she's like, I'm really hungry. And I could just tell, like, this girl is hangry. Yeah. And that's not going to go well. So you're angry about being late, and she's just hangry. It's not good. I'm pretending not to be angry, though. I'm putting on a really good face. You don't put on that good a face. Oh. <laughs> anyway, so we're getting to Times Square. I'm like, oh, my God, there's going to be so much food. It's Times Square. Like, we'll just pick up something really quickly. Yeah. Um, Not as easy as you think, actually. So we found a pizza spot. It's like the one pizzeria in New York City that does not sell slices. They're like, a pie is $14.99, please, and it'll be 30 minutes. So we see a hot dog stand. Uh-huh. We're like running to the hot dog stand. And literally as we get up to the hot dog, hot dog stand, it starts rolling away. <laughs> like seriously, it starts rolling away. And we're like, is this some sort of joke? And then like this other group of people from a different neighboring cart come over and they like start like having a cart battle. I don't know if this was like a like a turf war, but we definitely encroached upon it. Yeah. And she's like, I don't really care. I just need a hot dog. He like starts cooking this hot dog to be like, well done. This is like... This is like 10 minutes this hot dog's been on the grill. We're like, what are you doing, sir? It's just a hot dog. It should be cooked already. Yeah. He puts like all his ketchup and mustard on it, right? I'm like, listen, I really like you, but like, we don't have time to eat this right now. Like, you gotta really take some quick bites. And she's like, you know what? She, she, I think she liked me and I felt like I was <laughs> really rushing her. So she's like, all right, I'll just put it in my jacket. I'm like, what do you mean you're gonna put it in your jacket? There's ketchup and mustard all over this thing. So she's like, it'll be fine. So she like wrapped it up in napkins or whatever and she put it in her jacket pocket. Like, so she came from work, so she's in business casual, happened to be a white button down shirt. So she puts this ketchup and mustard hot dog wrapped up, thank God, in her pocket. And we're like, all right, so we'll just eat it when we get inside. We get online, just like security, right? So I go through security, no problem. Anyway, the girl that just shoved a hot dog in her, her jacket made it look a little suspicious. They pat her down. <laughs> ketchup and mustard is everywhere. <laughs> We get inside and what is like literally right in front of the door, but $2 slices of pizza. I said, excuse me, I'm going to go get myself a slice of pizza. <laughs> you wouldn't mind waiting here. <laughs> um, I know I said I was going to pee like 10 minutes ago. I'm actually going to go now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael and Leslie return to the wall. Rebecca meets them halfway. So what about you guys? What's coming up in your world? I have a marathon coming up in a few weeks in San Francisco. Looking forward to that. Nice. Mike, you going out there with her? No, unfortunately I have to work that weekend. Ah, uh, that sucks. You heading out there by yourself? Oh no, I have a few friends heading out there. A couple girls I used to run track with, and my friend Grant is going too. Grant's going? Yeah. You knew that. I don't believe I did. Oh. Well, he's coming. So yeah, I mean, it should be a lot of fun. Well, it's a good thing you have other friends that'll run a marathon, because this guy sure as hell's never gonna do it. <laughs> what? I can run a marathon. I mean, you've gotten a little better, but I don't think you're ready for that. Listen to the woman. She knows what she's talking about. Have you ever trained anyone before? I actually trained Grant. Well, kind of. I mean, so he signed up for his first marathon like a month before without any training and did great. So there you go. Why wouldn't you think I'd be ready for it then? Yeah, maybe there's hope for Mike. Um, well, I mean, it, it, it was different. Grant played lacrosse in college and like was a really good athlete. I'm athletic. I had a whole football career. Please stop calling it a career. I had a 10-year football career. You started when you were 8. You played football when you were 8? And I played until I was 18. That's a 10-year career. I'm, I'm signing up for this marathon. For which one? I don't know. My phone doesn't have a signal in here, I, but when I get home, I'm signing up. We are only teasing you. You don't have to do this. I'm signing up! Too Old to Date was created by Brad Caroon and Mike Tanzillo. This episode was written by Brad and Mike. 
Additional voices this episode were provided by Emily Cratter, Remy Casimir, and Emily Kaplan. Our theme music is Loveless by GoGo Ghost. Follow us on social media at Too Old to Date. Contact us at info at tooldtodate.com and visit tooldtodate.com. And while you're there, consider leaving a donation. It will help us make more shows and pay for more dates.